Hey guys, what's up? This is Elevated Talks with Isabel, where I'm committed to helping us grow through enhancing our lives with conversation, and I give tips on how to engage in a more open-minded and classier life. Let's go. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Get Elevated with Isabel. I am Isabel Francis, here committed to helping us all create a more positive life by giving you tips and advice from personal experience and by sharing with you all what I know. Uh, We are at episode number seven, guys. Oh my God, so excited. (laughs) Um, I'm sure by the title, you weren't prepared to hear anything about mental illness, but I'm going to get a little personal real quick and talk about it. In honor of May being Mental Health Awareness Month, I wanted to talk about something I never used to be open about, and that's depression. Um, I do want to apologize for the lack of engagement I've had with my episodes throughout the week. I've kind of been emotionally stressed. Uh, My mom thinks I'm depressed because I've been excessively sleeping, which in a sense, yeah, she's probably right. But I also just got my second vaccine last week, so I know that's probably taken effect on my sleeping schedule. Um, Every time I get depressed or think too hard about something, my immediate coping response is shutting myself out and sleeping for hours. And if you live with any mental illness, you can probably relate to the idea of shutting down and not wanting to do anything or having not a single ounce of motivation whatsoever. Mental illness literally takes so much of a toll on your physical health, it's scary. I mean, who'd think that me being so happy all the time, sharing smiles and encouraging words once a week with the silliest laugh, lives with depression? But that's why I'm here, to talk about these things, to help others manage these daily obstacles using healthier outlets. One of the things about depression is that it really alters my mentality. And I'm going to call myself a hypocrite for a second, and especially the past two weeks, because I wasn't able to take my own advice. I think one of my flaws is that once I get into this depressed state of mind, all the advice I've ever given myself and to anyone else goes away faster than the speed of light. I can sit here and preach that regret is worse than rejection, yet still hold off on saying how I feel to people I care about. Or I can tell you that you shouldn't assume and try to see the best in people, yet after I feel the slightest bit of uncomfortability from meeting someone the first time, a second meeting isn't an option. Or I can say that forgiving someone and accepting their past is crucial to a healthier living, yet I still have a 10-foot brick wall up from past traumas. I don't want anyone to ever assume that I have it all figured out and that I know what I'm doing just because I preach a couple words for a couple minutes every single week, because it's not true at all. I mean, I'm not perfect, and I know that I don't always take my own advice, but that doesn't mean I never have, and that also doesn't mean that my advice isn't worthy of being healthy. I still work every single day to be the person that I want to become, and that does mean that if I won't always get it right every single time, but that doesn't really stop me from continuing to try. Depression takes so much out of you. I mean, I feel unmotivated, sometimes I feel unworthy of love, and sometimes I feel like I'm the only person with these problems. But when I take myself out of the situation and I step away from this selfish thought, I know it's not true. I know I'm not the only person with these problems. I know I'm not the only person who sometimes feels unworthy in love and unmotivated. I know I'm not alone, but depression makes you feel alone. It makes you feel like no one else wants to listen to your problems because, 
why would you want to burden someone else with your problems when someone else already has enough of their own? But I just want to clarify that living with depression sucks, yes, but only if you're not doing anything about it. Some days I will get too depressed that I'll sleep for 14 hours for three days in a row and not be productive and then realize on my third day that I have laundry piled up in my bed and my bathroom's a mess and there's clothes all over the ground. I mean, when my room is a mess, it's likely that so is my head. And if you clean your room consistently, you know that feeling of contentment. And if you live with depression, you notice that when you go through the season of it, your room starts to get a little slop. Uh, But something that I noticed that I do just without thinking anymore, because I trained myself the past couple of years to help manage this depression, is that after I've gone through my several days of this depressed state of mind, I 100% chance feel so much better after I've cleaned my room. And sometimes I'll take myself out to the beach and clear my head and I'll be there for maybe an hour or two and then I'll come back home and clean my room. But I notice that the minute I clean my room and it's finally clean and the clothes aren't stacked on my bed and the they're not all over the ground and my bathroom is clean, I genuinely feel so much better. I feel more organized and I feel like I was productive. Another way that's helped me recognize when I'm going through depression is channeling my creative side. I really like to draw and color and use glitter and cut out things and make projects. I mean, why do you think I work with children? But when I start to explore that creative side and color more or make a project or crochet, it makes me feel calm. I mean, it turns my sleeping in today's attitude into I have a purpose. But you know, sometimes we can't just get up and go to the beach or find the motivation to channel our creative side or brain, which leads me to my last piece of advice is talking to someone, talking to a professional specifically, going to therapy regularly. I can't tell you how many times I've been stuck inside of my head overthinking some silly little issue and my therapist finds a healthy outlet or a healthier idea than just me questioning, what if? I'm not going to lie. Even today, I just poured my heart out to her, just asking for advice on how I wanted to handle a certain situation. And without a second thought, she gives me advice that made me feel like the weight of the issue was already lifted off my shoulders. I mean, saying how you feel can be scary, but when you reach out to someone in that profession, it's so helpful because they know what they're talking about. So I just wanted to throw that out there because May is Mental Health Awareness Month and I would be lying to myself and to you all if I didn't share what I go through sometimes. Uh, Moving on, I wanted to discuss something I heard from one of Steve Harvey's Daily Inspiration podcasts. And if you listen to him, you know he's an extremely motivational human who literally only speaks facts. And in this certain podcast he was talking about, he talks about effort. He said something that stuck out to me about trying and mentions that we kind of correlate the word trying with effort and that trying is just a noble way of saying you didn't get it done. I mean, if you really think about it though, he's right. When someone says they're trying, that doesn't always mean that it's going to happen. I mean, for a silly example, are you going to believe someone who says, I'm going to try to pay this month's rent versus someone who says, I already paid this month's rent? I mean, when you say, I'm going to get it done, it holds so much more value than saying, I'm going to try to get it done. And that's where I kind of want to lead into this episode of saying that effort is so attractive. Effort does not have to be doing something extravagant, but simply going a little out of your way to get another's attention or even for yourself, this could be showing like 
This could be showing up early for work or listening to your friend vent for hours or making plans with someone you're interested in. I mean, whether this is a friendship, intimate relationship, or a professional relationship, showing effort demonstrates how you ca- showing effort demonstrates how much you care about the other and what your relationship means to you. Effort shows you care. Effort shows that it's important to you. Effort provides reassurance. It strengthens friendships. And it shows inner confidence. So personally, effort is so attractive. And when someone is putting forth the effort, they've already made it to the top of my list of people I want in my life. Because it shows they care. I mean, that's all any of us really want, right? A friend to call when we're stuck in a bad situation, or a spouse to hold at the end of the day, or even just a reliable coworker who shows up. Effort is so much more attractive because I'm not turned off when someone looks me directly in the eyes and tells me how much they like me. I don't consider double texts and midnight phone calls desperate. I consider it cute, and romantic even. Then again, I am an old soul. And it's so rare to find someone authentic. It's someone who actually tells the truth instead of dodging questions and keeping me waiting. I would much rather date someone who tells me too much than too little. Someone who is open and honest with me instead of hiding their feelings behind a wall. I mean, mixed signals suck and definitely not a way to lure me in. If you aren't paying attention to me, I'm going to assume you aren't interested in me. And if I catch you flirting with other people, I'm not going to think, wow, a lot of people like you and that makes me like you even more. No, I'm going to think, wow, you're a player and I clearly cannot trust you, so I'm not going to waste my time. I mean, despite what most people think, I don't run away when someone shows me interest. Maybe sometimes. But then again, that's just a past trauma. But there's a bigger chance that I'm going to run if you look like you couldn't care less about me. Whatever way you look at it, mixed signals suck. They're rude, they're confusing, and they're pointless. And playing hard to get might sound sexy in theory, but it causes hurt. And haven't we all been hurt enough already? When I broke up with my ex, I realized effort wasn't even there. He was interested in someone else, and I at the time wasn't ready to let that go. So I was giving so much effort to someone who was thinking and spending time with someone else. Obviously, I didn't see it at the time, and crying to him and telling him I deserved more wasn't going to help the situation. But after months and months of healing, I realized I deserved effort. Around last year, I saw a video of a woman who said, from now on, if you're interested in me, you can handwrite a 500-word essay of why. And that kind of resonated with me, as extra as that sounds, because you're worth someone explaining why they like you. You're worth the effort. And so many people get so blindsided by mixed signals because the other person didn't want to be direct. I mean, maybe they're comfortable with keeping you in their shopping cart as they're shopping for someone else. And maybe you're the type to be okay with that. But I can guarantee you that feelings and emotions and even hearts can get hurt in that process. After I broke up with my ex, I started seeing someone else. And we can call him Muscle Man. I thought he was perfect in my immature eyes. He would talk about taking me places, he showed me attention throughout the day, and I even met his family. But after being ignored and ghosted after we talked about hanging out three times too many, I realized there was someone else in the picture. Muscle Man had me in his shopping cart. He had me basically as a backup, just in case the girl he's in a relationship with now didn't work out. 
At the time, I was blindsided because I didn't know there was someone else. I didn't realize that the effort was so little, but just enough to keep me at the end of the fishing line hook. And so with those experiences, I look for several things in my future potential relationships, with consistency and effort being the main category. Why? Because effort is attractive. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. I just want to say that questions of the month open up in my Instagram account, and you can find me on Instagram at isabel.francis. That is Francis spelled with an S-A-S at the end. And you are more than welcome to reach out and ask me anything you may want to know. I will answer it next week. I also want to say I appreciate you guys for reaching out to me and want about wanting to join uh, Get Elevated next week. I will be contacting a few of you within the next couple of days to see if we can work out a schedule that fits us best so we can get recording for next week's episode. Um, and if not, then we can definitely start moving forward with my chat shows. But if you aren't aware I or don't follow me on social media... I had asked if anyone was interested in joining me for last week's of May episode, and I think it'd be a great way to start my chat show, and I'm super excited to get that going next week. So with that said, I post every Thursday, so make sure you like and subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss another episode, and I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Stay safe, stay true to yourself, and as always, stay classy, my friends. Peace.